death is the one predator we can't escape. But vampires have found the loophole so many of us crave. I think that is the allure of vampirism. That is a quote directly from Sherilyn Kenyon, one of my favorite authors. Hi guys, how are you doing today? It's me, Lorna, and I am joined by... It's Kyle. I got a puppy dog. Druid, hi. Druid is standing in for Drew tonight, and we are more than excited to have her, as always. And if you guys have not realized, I am finally starting my vampire series. It so far, I have one, two, three, four, five, six episodes planned out for this series, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Today, we are going to be starting with a brief history of vampires, including my relate my history with vampires. Yeah. Now, before we start, do you guys have any questions, comments, concerns? Yeah, where do babies come from, and why won't anyone tell me? Oh, that's a question. Oh, oh, that's a question we'll have to have later. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. I will get real fucking scientific with that shit. <laughs> Is there a book we'll read? I, I like books with pictures. Yeah, I could probably find some. Like, we'll look on Amazon. No. Not, not just a pregnancy pop-up book, like a like a full like reproductive organ pop oh pop-up God. book. It has a little full thing for the baby to come out. Yep. Listener, it'll have a little diagram. Pop-up book. It's happening. Have a little diagram in there where you can, where it like measures ten centimeters, and that's how far you know. <laughs> That's how large the cervix gets, and that's what the baby has to fit through, and that shit sucks. Well, luckily, I won't know. <laughs> you think that. <laughs> All right. So when I say the word vampire, what comes to mind for you? It could be anything. Bram Stroker. That joke's My getting really old. I love My it. favorite book series. I hate it. Now, mine is... Wh uh, wh what's that one? Uh, uh, The House of Night series. By? I don't know uh, that one. PC and Kristen Cast. Ah, because I have not heard of that one. I'll have, to, yeah. I'll have to check that out then. I love a good vampire novel. Kyle, for real? Not joking? For real, uh, the first big vampire I think of, and he's not even a full vampire, is Blade. I mean, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. But, I mean, All comic right. book nerd, I like seeing him in the old Spider-Man cartoon, where they, they, like, drew him to where sometimes he was black, sometimes he was white. It was weird, just because of the art style. I was like, this? He, okay. 
He's sure, that works. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's a daywalker. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let me let the puppies out. Gilly's okay, well, eyeballing today... the door. <laughs> well, today, I'm like I said, I'm going to be talking about a very, very brief history, and it's kind of just like an introduction and an overview. Go on, and uh. <laughs> We're gonna let Kyle get resituated because I'm back. There, there we go. Hi, Kyle. Welcome back. Thank you. All right. No creature of the night has captivated audience of all ages like vampires. Since the beginning of time, tales of monsters lurking in the shadows have frightened all of humankind. To have someone look so human but have the ability to drain life from you. Terrifying. My personal love of vampire vampires started very early, and I'm talking like toddler age. I used to sit and watch Sesame Street, waiting patiently for the count to show up. And and when we get into pop culture, I'm gonna kind of dig a little deeper into his character and why he's called the count because there's a couple there's a couple of different reasons he's called the count and why he does what he does. Um, my absolute favorite song and dance were the Batty Bat. I looked it up the other day while I was starting my research on this, and I I still know every word. I if I if my back wasn't hurt and like messed up, I totally would have been doing the dance. <laughs> but uh, you know, little toddler Lorna would grab a towel and dance the batty bat all over the living room. I, I swear, there's probably some VH VHS tape of it in like my parents' house or something or their attic. <clears throat> We probably and have like, listeners that have I say no it's a really great VHS is right, <laughs> but uh, as I grew up, my Barbies and Ken dolls became vampires. Ken himself became a total vampire ladies' man with a lot of victims. Like, I would take a red sharpie and give all of them like bites on their neck and like put blood dripping down their mouth, <laughs> like. My love of vampires does go deep. <clears throat> Very artistic. Well, I also got in trouble for, you know, drawing on my Barbies. Also, I, I would give them tattoos as well. I didn't like boring Barbies. <laughs> Fair. Um, by the time I was in my teen years, I was on a mad search for good vampire novels. Of course, I had read Dracula, and I thoroughly enjoyed the Anne Rice novels, but my favorite series was at least the first several in the series of the Anita Blake Vampire Hunter novels. What's really great about her novels is she puts them in, I don't know, there's a lot of science. She does has a lot of science behind it. She has, she used to have great character development. And then like after like novel eight or nine, she, it just, they're, I probably shouldn't have been reading them in my early teens, just to be honest. But again, her vampires were a lot of fun. Fair. No, no, I did not get into Twilight. If listeners have been listening from the very beginning, they know my utter disdain for Twilight. And I honestly gave it a good college try. It got popular. Like the first movie came out when I was living in Tampa for college. Get it? College try. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, (laughs) sorry. Uh, Where was I? Oh, 
the first trailer that I saw, I was working on a school project. And, you know, I saw I was watching on my little like what 32 inch little box TV. I was like, oh, vampires, werewolves. Okay, this is for this sounds right up my alley. So I go to my local Barnes and Noble, got a coffee, and I like to try and read the first chapter of a book that I want to check out just to make sure I actually want to buy it. I did that. And the entire time I completely had a what the fuck is this look on my face? Like I, I really I honestly tried, but no. It is terrible. Like I just can't get into it. And I don't know if it was because I was an older reader at the time or I had better exposure from like other novels. It's just ugh, wasn't my thing. I had to read all four books. I'm sorry. Why? Because my mom was really into them and she wanted someone to talk to with about it. So she made me read them. And I was like, cool, it's a book. I'll read it. And then, uh, yeah, I, I did not like Twilight. I, I just read it to make mom happy. Oh, and then, see, my mom and I read the Anita Blake novels uh, together. I've so. only seen <laughs> two of the movies. I, I took a girl I was dating to see the first one. And then the second one I took mom to see as like a Mother's Day gift or something like that. But gotcha. I yes. any of the other well, ones. I saw the first one. I think I was watching it on like just a rant. I think we had HBO at the time and it, I had moved back from Florida and I started watching it and I'm just sitting here like, I was like, okay, I didn't like the book. Let's see what the movie is like. No, no, movie no. So just, much worse. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Robert Pattinson. Great actor. Batman. Um. <laughs> Uh, Kristen Stewart, actually a really great actor. Nikki Reed, wonderful actor. Catherine Hardwick, who is the director, is an amazing director. If you've ever seen the movie 13, like, holy shit. Like, amazing director. But, like, if you have all three of the, all, all, like, amazing actors, amazing director, and it's still shitty, that leaves only one thing left. The writing. Oh, Stephanie Meyer cannot write to save her life. Yeah. Uh, you she know, writes really bad fan fiction. That's all it is. The thing about Twilight that I've always said is Twilight has really amazing side characters, but the main trio sucks uh -huh. so bad they kill the books. Like, if it's the book, so weird and cringy. If the book was just about, uh, her dad learning that the town the town's doctor is a vampire and his best friend is a werewolf i'd read the shit out of that or <laughs> I'd, read the, I'd read a whole book about the sister hunting down all the people for revenge like all the side characters yeah. had cool stories the main trio just sucked so much yeah no i hate the trope I, I hate that kind of trope and oh it's just bleh, no thanks also uh listeners slight trigger warning but i'm gonna say this i don't care what justification you give it you you shouldn't have a grown a man grown man fall in love with a baby that's not okay 
Yeah, no, that whole imprinting thing was fucking weird. I don't care. That's not okay at all. It's very groomy. I don't care how fake that baby was. Like, ugh. I had never seen the baby. I had never seen the baby. And then I saw a picture of it one day. And it was like within the last year or so. And I was like, what the actual fuck? How did that pass as a child? I saw the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, yay, new sleep paralysis demon unlocked. I I scrolled down, I went, ah! Like, <laughs> I set the phone down, too, I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not, I, a, that can't be a real thing. I think the baby, like, the pictures of the baby have gotten so popular again because it looks like a, that new horror movie, Megan, about the doll. They they kind of look similar, and so I think it's just become a meme. But no, oh, not even. God, Megan just crazy. looks like an Instagram filter. <laughs> that that's all she looks like is an Instagram filter. <laughs> Screw it. Anything uh. to add? Uh, I listened to the audiobooks oh, while I was a housekeeper, just so I can keep entertained. And I had something going on while I was alone. Fair. Fair. No, and I listened to it, the last book to the first book. Don't know why. That's just how it happened. I, I will get on that stubborn streak like that. I guess I went from, okay, my favorite movie is Breaking Dawn. Then I went backwards to Twilight. Okay. If you want to read... I did, I did listen to um, Midnight Sun. I like that one better than the main series. I will say that. If you want to read a really good vampire series for like a young adult, uh, these would probably be good for K in a couple of years. Uh, they were called the Cirque de Freak series, and they are so yes, good. they are. I, I need to find like the box set because I remember reading at least. I think there's twelve books all together. And I think I've read five or six of them. I've I've looked up how the series ends, but I need to sit down and just read all of them again. They were so good. Movie was bad. Listeners, don't watch the movie. The the <laughs> the movie tried to combine like three books and change everything. It was so bad. It this is a book that needs to be turned into like a show. It would work. Perfect like, as a show. I feel that way about a couple of book series that I absolutely love. Same. Yeah, same. What your thunder? Oh, I hear thunder. I like thunder. Thunder and rain. Oh, nice little like little calm storm. That's my jam. Oh yeah, I, I want to do a little tangent before we get back into vampires for our <laughs> listeners. Uh, there's probably going to be two episodes released. Uh, this week because we had an ice storm last week and I lost power for like a week. I I had yeah I had no internet. My phone would only go in SOS mode so I couldn't contact anyone. Uh the only way I could get service to like message the podcast group or family and stuff is if I had one hand sticking out of a window kind of leaning. I would get one service bar and like maybe, oh, no. 
maybe three hours later, my message would send. It was bad for a little while. But, uh, Dad and I We, we were kind of worried about him and his dad. <laughs> Say what, Lorna? We, we were very happy about that. I said we were kind of, I was kind of worried about you guys, making sure you didn't freeze to death or anything. Yeah. No, um, the good news is my aunt got power back before we did. So my dad went and stayed with her. Uh, I didn't because I didn't want to leave Ash when like it was cold, cold. But once I saw outside, it was going to be like 60 degrees at night. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to a house that has power now. Ash is going to be fine in the cabin for 60 degree night. Yeah, no, that that's fine. Like cats are <laughs> fluffy and like they're supposed they're supposed to be able to survive in at least cool weather. But she used to be a stray. She lived in worse, maybe. She's spoiled now though. Oh god, yeah. Her I'm it's gonna break my heart once I get back to the apartment. And her and Gillian Yeager can't sit there and stare at each other anymore. Because they just absolutely love just having staring contest. It's it's awesome. I've seen the I've seen the picture. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right, back All right. to vampires. Alright. Now, where was I? Vampires have played a major role in my life. A large percentage of my movie and book collections involve vampires. Like, I would say 75% of my book collection. Well, no, because my my witchy, my witch books are starting to, it's about 50-50 now. <laughs> but like, a decent amount of my, my DVDs, and I have a lot of, like, you can ask both of them, both Truett and Kyle. I have a lot of DVDs. Yeah. And a lot of, a, a good chunk of them, you know, deal with vampires. Or vampire adjacent. And now we move from my history with vampires to the world's history. And when I say this is a brief history, it's because there's I so can't. Much. There's so much. And there's so much with great detail and just amazing legends and lore. I'm just kind of going over basic stuff right now. And we'll get into more later. <clears throat> Now, what, what, besides like characters and stuff, what is a description that comes to mind when, when you think of a, of a vampire? I always think of uh, Vlad the Impaler. Like, I know he's only the inspiration for Dracula, but just that kind of look, bloodthirsty, you know, nightmare inducing kind of character uh the bl drinking blood because there's reports of him like dipping blood or uh, dipping bread and blood vessels after he kills people to eat it just oh vlad the impaler is always the first thing i think about from vampires that and then immediately after is tiny bats <laughs> so I go from giant scary historical figure to adorable sky puppies. Well, what what kind of like basic characteristics do you guys think of? Oh, uh like drinking blood, uh oddly hot. Like and I <laughs> oh 
Lorna, did I send you that video of the person explaining why uh history vampires in history are always considered hot because of like oh did i send you that oh video? i know i'm going over that in a later episode i'm going okay. over that in a later episode i promise i promise okay. it's gonna be you'll see you'll see but yeah this, it's the drinking blood um, hot, and the uh, turning into animals um <clears throat> uh pale of uh, <laughs> having a hypnotic stare and a widow's peak always a widow's peak okay okay well what i have is oh no the no. uh the lights flash oh no <laughs> i didn't do jeffrey it. stop <laughs> What I have is that the word vampire describes a creature of immortality that stalks the night in search of sustenance, usually in the form of blood or others or some other life essence. Because, you know, there are such things as psychic vampires. No comment, Kyle. <laughs> I was about to say, there's other stuff I've seen online, but... yeah. Uh, some origins of the word vampire actually come from variations out of Eastern Europe and Slavic countries, such as um, Pierre, Vapir, Opiri. Uh, and the Eastern, Eastern European legend was made popular in the English-speaking world by 19th century Gothic novels. But what? Legends of vampires and vampire creatures go back far before the romanticized monsters we know of today. In ancient times, these creatures were not known as vampires because, like I said, that word is very, is actually quite modern. And it's not even like a millennia old. I don't even, it's like closest to only like 500, 500 years old. But uh, like I said, these creatures were not known as vampires, but as demons, spirits, and sometimes gods or goddesses persians depicted creatures drinking blood from men and, and a lot of excavated pottery shards uh babylonians spoke of lilitu or lilith who was supposed supposed to be adam's first wife and in some texts she left adam to become the mother of demons she would come in the night to steal babies and their mothers for their blood and according to hebrew law consuming flesh or drinking blood of uh of humans was absolutely forbidden so for lilith to do that was beyond like the outer reaches of evil to them which i still like i love the legend of lilith i think it's it's probably up there with one of my favorites she was a good supernatural character Fair. <laughs> but uh no, like Lilith as an origin of vampires is probably one of my favorites. Another one is uh and Dracula two thousand explains this really well is Judas was one of the was the first vampire. Yeah, that's the so, one I've heard a lot. 
Um, but I'll go, like I said, I'll go into depth in like some of these legends and lore and things in a different episode because they deserve some of their own episodes and not me just babbling about my own history with a vampire. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see, where was I? Ancient Egypt saw one of their own goddesses, Sekhmet, plagued with a bloodlust. And this was when she was sent out by Ra, but she just, she couldn't stop slaughtering humans until Ra got her drunk enough to end the slaughter of humankind. So he basically, he got her drunk enough to be like, okay, and then took her home. So she was, so she'd stop killing (laughs) humans. Did you send me a video on that recently? I I think so. Maybe. I was about to say, because this sounds, I'd never heard this story until a couple days ago, and now I'm hearing it everywhere, and I'm trying to remember if you sent me a video of it, or if it just, if it was something that appeared on Instagram we both liked. I think it might have appeared on Instagram, because, or, I don't know, I send you a lot of shit. (laughs) That's fair. Uh let's see the mythologies of ancient greece are closer to like what we think of as modern vampires uh strages were creatures of metamorphosis more kind of like it was kind of hard to like really comprehend what they were trying to say they were but like birds with heads on the bottom and tails on the top but that could really describe like a vampire like a bat hanging upside down like they do Ah, you think about it, okay. and so like these creatures would like they would feast on human blood, and they could change into other creatures. Uh, they would later be known as Strix in Roman mythology, which is where you kind of get you know Strigoi, which I'll talk about that in just a little bit. Uh oh, in Homer's Odyssey, the undead could not communicate with the living unless they were, you know, given blood first. Odysseus himself had to sacrifice a ram and a ewe in order to get the shades, which are, you know, the undead or just, you know, the roaming dead to speak to him. Uh, it wasn't until medieval Europe that the walking corpses that drank blood began to really stalk the night. To be fair, to be fair, a fair. lot of the legends from this <laughs> from this time were born of plagues and diseases. Uh, these diseases and illnesses could cause people to look gray and gaunt. Uh, lesions would form on the skin, you know, the lit and like blood would drip from them. So kind of like being like a human bite site, like they were like shaped like human mouths. Um, the people would be so dehydrated or just their skin would be so fragile that like their lips would like the inside of their mouths and their lips would split and be cut easily and just be open and like blood would be coming out of them. So a lot of it, uh, kind of, you know, pointed to those signs of vampiric activity. Uh, you also have to think of like behavior changes when it comes to people being sick. A lot of these outside of the plague, a lot of these diseases included porphyria, tuberculosis, pellagra, and rabies. And that is getting an episode on its own. Like I said, I've got a lot of episodes planned for this. <laughs> during, the, <laughs> during the early modern era, 
stories of vampires or Strigoi slash Maroi were beginning to cause hysteria and creating some of the most legendary figures we know today. Out of Romania and other Eastern European countries, tales of nobles drinking blood were running rampant. Vlad Tepes, Vlad the Impaler, or Dracula, was creating a name for himself as he fought the Ottoman Empire. Elizabeth Bathory was definitely causing a stir in Hungary for her beauty routine. And again, they're getting their own episode because amazing legends. Uh, Legends of vampires and their exploits plagued Europe for quite a few centuries. But it wasn't until the later, until like the 1800s that vampires became the romanticized antagonists that we know today. Gothic literature, which it's really weird because if you think about Gothic literature, it was actually done within the Victorian era. So like the only reason it's called like there's a whole thing about gothic literature again it's getting its own episode (laughs) (laughs) but uh you gothic literature gave light to the vampires and stories like carmilla and dracula uh lord byron speaks of them in his epic poem the gayor um and then this kind of bled into <laughs> I didn't even realize I did that. That was not intentional. <laughs> but good pun. This this gothic literature developed into a lot of what we think about vampires today. Like the the heavily romanticized antagonist, the the hot villain, um I mean, if you think about it, films, television, there's vampire games. I mean, there's Vampire the Masquerade. And then there's this huge vampire subculture. Like, God, I want to play Masquerade so bad. I would love to play Vampire the Masquerade, but I just don't want to get into like the huge community of it because I've just, it's so. That would be one that I would play, but only with like our group. Close friends. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, even outside of, like, Vampire the Masquerade, there's this huge vampire subculture. There are people today who call themselves vampires and legitimately drink blood, which, as much as I love vampires, I can't just help but think in the back of my head, like, there are so many blood-borne illnesses, like, come on, you can love, you can love the creature, you can, you can love the legends, you, uh, shit, that's, like, one of my go-tos for, like, uh role playing and tabletop games and costumes and like my everyday wardrobe <laughs> but like I, I can't it's just my 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 dad literally worked for the rabies lab and for years and my mom's a nurse and it's just like I just hear their voices in the back of my head like don't be dumb don't be dumb there's so much that can go wrong with that uh <laughs> but I mean you, if you think about it, vampires have played a large part in my history as well as the history of the world. What are some of like, I don't know, the things? Because I know you both, you you both like vampires. What are some of the things that like kind of draws you to them? Here, Tritt, you go first, because I keep I keep going first. You go first. 
Dang it. <clears throat> um, I want to say how mystical they are and mysterious. And if, and as Kyle would say, <laughs> hot. Oddly hot. Yeah, there are quite a quite a few. We'll we'll go into those in a separate episode as well. <laughs> Fair. But I, I agree with you, Truett. They they're very mystical. They're uh I mean they're often described as immortal, which I don't nothing's really truly immortal because usually if you cut off some something's head, if you decapitate it, it's not immortal. And it can if it dies, it's not immortal. Right. But like yeah. I said, like the uh Sherilyn Kenyon quote that I said that I referenced at the beginning of the of the episode. Vampires have kind of found that loophole into like natural death, and so they're sitting here living through all of these lifetimes and all these years. They get to experience so much, but you also turn around and think like how lonely they would be. So I, I think as and that's one of the things. That's one of the attributes of like gothic literature and like gothic culture. You see the the beauty in death and loneliness and i think vampires kind of personify that wonderfully yeah yeah Kyle. uh i'm gonna to have to go with their uncanny valley because <sighs> vampires like they're always shown as being human but they're just but they're not so it's there's something terrifying about that being like and Rice has a quote about that. Yeah. And then, here, here, I got it. I got it. Here. And Rice has a quote about that. And I okay. It says the vampire is an outsider. He is the perfect metaphor for those things. He is someone who looks human and sounds human, but he is not human, so he is always on the margins. Yes. Like, like I, I love that. Just the uncanny. They're terrifying and oddly hot. I also like the fact that they're that beautiful monster. Yes. They are, they like, yes, they're beautiful. They're, you know, oddly hot. They can be charismatic and they can be, like, at times they can be chivalrous and things like that. And, but in the end, this this creature is a monster it, it is something that moves fast and you know they have like the canine teeth they do have forward facing eyes too kyle think about that <laughs> that's the oddly part in oddly hot yeah what no, how is that oddly <laughs> we have we have forward facing eyes but to have something so beautiful and be so deceptive, but like will literally drain the life out of you that can kill you. I think that's, I don't know, like I said, vampires are, have always fascinated me and I absolutely love it. <sighs> well, as my deep dive into vampires continues, I intend to explore every aspect of vampires and the lore that they have had on humankind for well over a millennia. Please continue to join us on Cryptozoomology as I dedicate a good chunk of the next year to today, you know, was a brief history of vampires. 
I will also be going into the science behind vampires, historical vampires, vampire legends throughout the world, vampires in literature, because that deserves its whole damn episode, and then vampires in pop culture. Yay. And I expect audience participation in vampires in pop culture. Yes, I have so much for that. Well, not audience participation, but, you know, co-host participation is what I meant. <laughs> I mean, listen, Son of a bitch. Send in messages and stuff if y'all want. Yeah, if you guys want to comment, you know, if there's a vampire that you would like me to talk about or, you, you know, you think you've got a vampire you might be able to stump me with that I don't know about, go for it. I will say that I don't know a lot of anime vampires because I don't watch a lot of anime. That's just not I my jam. You, but vampires are my jam. <laughs> I got I appreciate vampires. I know. There we go. Vampires. But yeah, if there's, you know, some vampires or if you have questions about vampires that I'm going to be going about going over in my next several episodes, please just, you know, Send send somebody a message. Leave a comment on one of our posts. I don't think yeah. Kyle posts our episodes anymore, does he? Nah. No. I'm busy. No, you don't. Sh- <laughs> but these creatures hold a near and dear place to my heart. And I really hope you guys enjoy this series as much as I will. Because I have stuck out for a whole year to just do the do all of these episodes and I am more than excited and yeah that's kind of all I have for today because it's been a day but like like I said it was I was telling the truth when I said it's a brief history it's a brief because to go into it I was gonna say also it's storming and we might lose power soon so yes so it might (laughs) It's going to be a shorter episode. It is a shorter episode, but I think I got to... It, it's just an introductory episode to vampires. Yeah. The longer episodes will come later when I get to really go into depth without giving, you know, future episode details away and everything. Um, <laughs> guess what? What? My birthday's Friday. I know. I got your present ready. ready. I'm ready to go. <clears throat> Saturday. Saturday's going to be fun. And we're going to do all the cool stuff because you know why. We're going to have music and food. By the way, I'm having a Viking themed birthday party. Just want to let you guys know. I got an outfit. I'm pretty decent in archery. Oh, we have our target. Uh, Jeremy's finishing up our target. Uh, all of our costume stuff just got delivered to my parents' house. So, because I don't trust my neighbors, at least the ones across the ones across the street, the ones next to us, the ones behind us are obviously my landlord and the cool neighbor. Uh, That's fair. But yeah, it's gonna be a great night, and uh, have to go shopping for food on Friday. <laughs> I gotta I get chop to get, wood on my, Friday. I'm gonna have my hair done. And and it's just gonna be a great time because I never do like huge parties for myself, no. other than like Sabbaths. And I've it's been a while since I've done anything big for my birthday, so I'm ready for this. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, I, I'm I still might you know set up a throne and just 
be an earl or queen for the night because listeners guess who herniated a lumbar disc last week and like it hurt enough that it made me cry and i don't cry over any pain <laughs> i didn't cry when i was a laborer <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah I, it's been a week it's been a week it's driving me crazy because i can't do like a lot of things in an efficient way or on my own and i hate it but yeah do we have any other announcements uh, our episode I, of ta- tangents i was about to say we're doing an episode of tangents this week because we couldn't do it last week because somebody lost power kyle because <laughs> kyle decided to piss zeus off no it wasn't zeus who's I blame dad. I I think dad didn't pay his electricity bill and the ice storm was just a good cover up. No, you know what you did? (laughs) You know what happened? It was one of the Jotuns. Yes. They did it. They knew the ice came. Yeah, I need to quit pissing my dad off or else I'm going to have to start recording these in my car when he kicks me out. I will say it, this was really nice of him. Uh, so my dad has like a four car garage and one of the garages is a shop and he's moved stuff around in the shop so I can park my car in there so it doesn't get left out in the rain and ice anymore. So that was really nice. Oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but no, have... it was the Yotans. Who did you, who in the Norse pantheon did you piss off? That's what I want to know, because I've been really nice to them. I like them. I don't mm. like Zeus. I know you don't like Zeus. <laughs> it was freezing rain, though. Yeah, see? It was Zeus. He's mm. a dick. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, he kind of is, like, even in, like, the the stories. I No thanks. God, I cannot wait to do an episode where I just absolutely rant about Zeus. That's going to be a fun one. We'll do Greek mythology as like a new host or something. Bet. But uh, yeah, we got tangents. We're recording tomorrow. Uh, It's going to be Drew's episode to host where we're going to be talking about YouTubers. And then next week we're doing another episode of tangents where we're going to have a guest on. And uh, listeners, if y'all have listened to previous tangents before, it's going to be Aphris. He's been on there a couple of times, and he says, hey, I've got nothing going on in February. Do y'all want me to come back on? And I was like, hell yeah, because he's a good guy. He's good to talk with. Dang, the rain's coming down hard. Yeah, I love is. it. Time to read a nap. <laughs> good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> No, I napped enough today. I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna be up until like two o'clock in the morning, and then I'm gonna be pissed tomorrow when I have to get up at six. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, but that's, uh, that's all I've got. Uh, Drew, what are you doing next week? <laughs> Something at Lorna's house. I don't know. Oh, what Drew's doing next week? Um, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I had to click my wires together. It's okay. I feel that he's gonna do the history of Valentine's Day, starting uh, like centering around Lubricalia. 
Okay. Okay. I dig that. Is he gonna? Oh, please tell me he's gonna include like the bloody history of Valentine's Day as well. Hell yeah! I'm okay. the one that gave him the idea. Good idea. You should do it then. I said. I said, hey, since it's around Valentine's Day, it's literally the day after. I said, why don't you do it on Lupercalia? Valentine's Day is not a real holiday. He's like, what's that? I was like, <laughs> you're in for a treat. What if you join us? I will. Since I will it was your there. idea. <laughs> I will. It's a really good idea, Truett. I'm stoked about that one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so well, much. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Kyle, are you going to be continuing with your uh, yes. Maneater series? Who do you yes, have? I... Over, like, who do you have next? Uh, next, I have to do a lot more research because uh, originally I was going to do. Let me get them pulled up. Do do do. The lions <laughs> of Najabi. <laughs> However, there's not a lot of information about them to, about that pride. So I'm going to cover them and some other uh, man-eating lions, not the big two. Listen for listeners that know about man-eating lions. Uh, I'm not talking about Ghost in Darkness. Those two are getting their own episode. Those two are terrifying. I can't wait to do their episode. But uh, I'm going to cover. I'm going to cover some man-eater lions. Uh for my next man-eater one. And then, yeah. I, I have to do a lot of research because, oh my, there's a lot of little information. Nothing big except for Ghost in Darkness, but them two are getting their own episode. And I can't wait for that one. Mm, that's exciting. Well, mm. my next vampire episode will be the science behind vampires. And then I guess we will decide what's, our no host will be at the end of the month. So that's all I have for today. Anybody else? Uh, have you ever listened to the song Vampire by the Orient Express? Nope. You need to. That that song, that song would work for you. That is a Lorna song. Uh, and I, mean I that like. With, I mean that with every bit of love I have in my heart. It because it's one of my favorite songs. Like no, jo it's not a joke song or anything. It is such a good song, but it's a Lorna vampire song. Um, some of my top favorite vampire songs are "The Lost Boys" by Sixty Nine Eyes. Uh. Vampire Heart by him, which I got to see live. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. And then uh Concrete Blonde does a really good one. And of course, the entire entire soundtrack or like original songs from Queen of the Damned. Hell to the yes. Nice. What is the song by Concrete Blonde? Oh my gosh. Let me look it up real quick. It's just it's gone out of my head. What? Oh. Is that the name of the I hope that's the name of the song? And now no. <laughs> I'm gonna choke. I'm gonna Bloodletting. Die. It's called Bloodletting. 
and like all just really really great songs so I, I can go into music deeper uh, with a, another episode but yeah I, I definitely recommend culture. those yes because literature is getting its own so pop culture we're going to talk about a whole bunch of shit a whole bunch of stuff so yeah if you if listeners if you have song vampire song recommendations please please i love a good vampire song e. but uh just as long as it doesn't suck all right <laughs> but it, Listeners, I, I had so many finger guns, it was bad. Nobody can see me right now. No, we can't. I'm literally invisible right now. But I'm not dead. I'm undead. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time. Stay out of the shadows. Bye. I was about to say, Drew, this is the part where Drew says something and then I enter and then I say something and it gets cut off.